Today's show is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Go to AdamandEve.com right now and you'll get 50% off just about any item. All you have to do is enter the code word GLORY, G-L-O-R-Y, at checkout. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago and beyond, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 662 of Cognitive Dissonance. And Cecil, yeah, Merry immediately after Christmas, my friend. Immediately after Christmas. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. It feels good to be back in the studio. It's been a while. It's been like, this is like, it's like three weeks in a row. We, I don't think we were not able to get together in studio. We are on the cusp of a new year. This, uh, this, this will release this show. Is this the first 2023 show? The first show of 2023 Predictions for this year, Tom. Oh, boy. I got a prediction. Okay, you start, buddy. Andrew Tate's going to get arrested. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. That guy is going to fucking rot in a can, Romanian prison. Can there Fuck be nothing more predictable than Andrew Tate getting arrested for human uh, trafficking? <laughs> there is. You know what? Like, I, like, we, and I mean this in all seriousness. There, there is a sense that the world might start turning itself right again in some ways. You know what I mean? Like the January 6th commission recommended that charges be yeah, filed, sure. the Department yeah, of yeah, Justice yeah, filed. Yeah. Andrew Tate has been arrested for being the dirtbag rapist piece of shit that he is in a Rom- in Romania. Yeah. That has got to be a rough time. Yeah. That's got to be. Look, you're, prisons in the U.S. are rough time. Those, you're going to put those kickboxing skills to, to the use. test. <laughs> Speaking Dude, of which, he got past. fucking super dunked on by Greta Thunberg. This oh week. my God, it did was he ever! So good. He, he tweeted at her his picture of his Bugatti, saying it got crappy miles to the gallon, and he has thirty three cars or something like that. And she just said, and and he said, "Let me know where I could tell you more about him." And she said, "Send my, send them all to smalldickenergy.com. It was amazing. It was amazing. And he just like, and he fucking, he just ate one. He and did. Then he had a and his only of, response to that was, how dare you? Yeah, but and then he gets arrested today. Well, the how dare you? The how dare you is mocking her because she said that while she was on stage years ago. I don't know if you remember. Oh, but that's like so not a mock at all. I know. Like yeah, that's like yeah. so weak. Yeah. It's super weak. But in any case, uh, a bunch of his... Uh, apologists were all like, wait, did she say she had a small dick? Cause that's the place where you said, I'm like, okay, what? yeah, man, that's, that's what you want to yeah. focus on. You want to focus on the fact that like, like you're, you're trying, it's, it's, it's like when somebody's trying to, trying to save something like they're, it's like when they start to jog that they got tripped, you know right. what I mean? It's yeah, like one right. of those yeah. moments. That's exactly you know? this. It's one of those, like, you're trying to like make yourself not look like a fool. Like when I was like, 
real, real, real heavy. And I would like walk up a half a flight of stairs and I'd pretend to yawn so nobody could see me struggling to catch my breath. <laughs> you know? <laughs> or wear, like, a, wear you know, you wear a shirt at the pool. Right. Yeah. yeah. You're like, yeah. Uh, you know, I, like I just I, don't want to get a sunburn. I, sun, I sunburn so I just, easy. And I'm uh, Irish. I, I don't want to get a sunburn. I want to wear a shirt. All right. So uh, we've got to, oh, we, you know, we should talk real quick because this is crazy. We made fun of on our show. We, I don't remember if it was the live stream or the main show, but we made fun of those stupid fucking Trump NFTs. It was main show. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 He sold out. He sold. Well, how do you sell out? First of all, how do you sell out of digitally fake scarce things? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, but I think, I think like, you know, you could also say you sold out too. Like it's like, how do we know? Right. That's right. a number one. How many were there? We don't know. They said there's 40,000 of them. Right. So they said that, that of the NFTs, there was 40,000 of them. And like, uh, supposedly he like plagiarized them. Yeah. yeah. So like a bunch of the yeah, images of were like, like Shutterstock images and other yeah, things. But, yeah. But in any case, you're right. He did sell them up. But, but here's the thing though, Tom, of all the things Trump supporters did in the past several years is buying NFTs the dumbest thing they did. It is so it's, in character. It's, it, it's like 100% in character. This is and perfectly in character. probably not the dumbest thing they did, right? Right, probably oh yeah. Probably not the dumbest thing they did. And buying NFTs, you, I mean, like that's seriously like, like that's like um, Terry Schiavo level. Yeah, oh yeah, it's brain. Brain, brain yeah. level, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's oh, yeah. really genuinely. There's nothing there's there. There's nothing there. Yeah. But but even still, that's probably not the dumbest thing they believed or did. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's just when we when we saw them, I thought, and I keep thinking this, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna like shame on Tom. I keep thinking like, all right, now that's a little far. Like that's so they're so egregiously awful. They were so ugly and so tacky and so tasteless yeah, so, yeah. and so pandering. Like whatever whatever your adjective of disgust that I you want to use. The, uh, it was all of those. The absolute ridiculousness of him being like, this is my time in my career. And you're like fucking astronaut in yeah, their home. Right. Like, ain't nothing, ain't nothing you ever did. Period. This is me. I'm in my ranching where yeah, it's like, like, dude, there isn't a horse alive that could carry like, you. There is not a never, horse alive. He's never been, he's never been anywhere that could feasibly be even relatable to that. I don't no, think in his no, life, no. you know, that so, man's never had a callus. Yeah. You know what I mean? No. Like there's, there's never been a single callus no. on that man's hands. Not one day of manual labor Absolutely has he done right. in his Absolutely life. Absolutely right. And when I heard the next day that they were sold out, I was like, you know what? That kind of doesn't surprise me. Man, I did have hope that that was just a bridge too far. That it that was, was just it, a stupidity though, too far. It's funny though, because the initial push I saw from the right was... It is a bridge too far. Right. And that's why I thought like, cause Steve even Steve Bannon was like, this is this a is, cash grab. Right. It's a blatant cash. I can't believe he's doing this. And you're like, if Steve Bannon won't hold your nuts anymore. Right. Then that's, you're, yeah. you're in deep shit because if Steve Bannon won't carry your jock and hold your nuts as Donald Trump, yep. then I don't know where you are anymore. I did Yo, who's going to back you up now? I, evidently 40,000 yeah. sales of stupid fucking it's digital baseball cards. I mean, again, I don't know. Like, like I, Tom, I just sold 40,000 NFTs. How are you going to find out? I know, out? right? Yeah, you know I did too. I, mean? like, I know, I just did too. Let me, let me check. Like, uh, I don't know beep, how beep, true beep. it is. Oh, my, uh, my analog said, watch says I did. Yeah. But, you know, he said a lot of stuff that was That's, a blatant lie. So you know I have what? no idea. That is, but, the, that is the only true thing but, right there. You know, so I, it's, it's what he said or what they said or what the company said. So I don't know. 
Well, let's talk about this story because it's fucking upsetting. This story comes from ProPublica.org. They called 911 for help. Police and prosecutors used a new junk science to decide they were liars. So, Cecil, I grabbed this story because you remember that forensic science yeah, deep dive? Yeah, we did a whole deep dive on forensic science, yeah. And how most of it's junk. Like, like a crazy, a wild... A lot of it. I, Stuff like, you thought was real Like is fingerprint junk. analysis. Yeah, yeah. We, we, the more you dig into any of this stuff, the more you realize that we're sending people to prison on scientific evidence that is just nothing. It's yeah. just, it's literally, it's just nothing at all. The difference between like the, some of the stuff we covered in that and this is at least that stuff seems believable. This is garbage from the start. Yeah, man. There's, I, I, I cannot wrap my head around the idea that someone can listen to a call, just listen to a call, right? Right. Like, like a, like a lie detector test requires a bunch of stuff and that's bullshit too, right? Right. Lie detectors, bullshit. It's not real, but at least they're like measuring things and they can look at you and they, and there's, there's more than one sense. It is at being, least science adjacent. Yeah, there's, there's more than one sense at least that they are able to tap into. In right. this, you're literally talking to someone on a phone or listening, not even talking to them. You don't even get a chance to ask them questions. This is a a recorded phone conversation that they are then after the fact listening to and then making a decision based on how the person reacted in a very distressful moment, probably one of the most fraught moments of their entire life. Yeah, so the, the whole article goes into this idea that there is a burgeoning, and, and they they go to pains to say this is not science. Yeah. And it's not even it's being not even close to presented. Right, it's like, not even yeah. science adjacent. It's, it, 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 is, it is fucking dowsing on a phone. Man. Yeah, man. It, it for no, real is. You know what? Dowsing actually has more than one sense. I can't even a, I, I can't. Put There's it. no analog. There's no analog, yeah. man. This it's is not cold reading because in cold reading, I might be able to get something. It's not even that. Yeah, this is like sending people to prison based on reading their aura in a Reiki massage. Yeah, yeah. it's fucking unreal. So, so there, there are prosecutors that are using this bullshit nine one one call analysis where they listen to they 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 purport to send the call to some analyst who listens to the call and then says, oh, I listened to the call and I detected, you know, that they're lying in the call because they seemed too stressed or not stressed enough or they they, said, they used you. the wrong words yeah. or terminology. Yeah. Like they, they... They used the word blood instead of bloody or something right. like, like that. Right, yeah. like just outlandish yeah. nonsense, that none of which is backed by anything. And then like the most egregious thing, I think, it's all egregious, but like one of the things that really galls me when I read this article is, the prosecutors know this isn't science yeah. and that they can't enter it into testimony as science. So they enter into testimony as something else other than science, but then they couch all of the language in the questioning around it so that jurors will believe that this is a real thing. Yeah. When it, this is this is like, this is the magic of tea leaves, is, man. man. There's is. nothing there. It is. And people are going to prison. Their lives are being ruined forever on nothing. People too are being confronted with this. Uh, you know, one of the one of the major things that I think the police departments are trying to say is, yeah, this is being used in conjunction with other evidence. That's one of the one of their contentions was it's being used in, in but it's like it's not evidence, right? It's right. it's someone's fucking like mental like 
you know, it's it's fucking Karnak holding a yeah. fucking envelope to your head. It's it's ridiculous in its level of not, should not even be allowed in a court. Yes. But even still, you know, you're poisoning a jury when you put somebody up there who looks and and pretends like they are an actual expert. And this is something that I think we need to change in the narrative when we talk about law enforcement. We need to change the narrative that they are experts because they are not experts. It's been shown time and time and time again that all these things that they pretend yeah, are man. real and they pretend are hard science are not science. The, the fingerprint uh, analysis, the blood spatter analysis, the insect bite analysis, all this stuff that they say that they say is like a hard science is all just bullshit. It's yep. fucking feng shui. It's fucking a, it's a Rorschach test or whatever. Yep. It's, it's nothing. Bullshit. Yep. And we have this thing where in our, we have a lot of police like television shows that reinforce this, that make it seem like the police have like 100% certainty on things. They, they look at something, yeah. 100%, yep. I'm certain, I'm certain, I'm certain. And, and it always, it, it, it's, it's, it's reinforced constantly that they are experts. And that narrative needs to be turned on its head because they are not experts. They're bad at solving cases. They're actually not good real bad at, at solving cases, right? Yeah. They're good at convictions because what they do is they convince people to plea. And that's what's happening here is yep. that people are seeing, you know what? That's a lot of fucking evidence against me. You know, even though I didn't do anything, right? Right. I, my lawyer saying, you better take this plea deal because you know what's going to happen to you. If they find you guilty, you're going to wind up in a prison forever or you can take a manslaughter deal. And people are pleading down after being threatened with this stuff. Yep. Yeah. And like one, one thing you said, that I just want to like, the, it's absolutely right. The police are saying we're using this in conjunction with other evidence. And it's like, this isn't evidence. It's not evidence. This isn't an evidence. Yeah. You don't get to put this in the bucket with right. the evidence. Right. You put this in the bucket Absolutely. called no, inadmissible yeah. nonsense. Yep. This is junk. This is not. The problem too is that when you go in front of a jury, as soon as you as the defendant, as soon as you sit down, the entire weight of the state is allied against you. Yes. The jury files in and they see somebody who has been arrested and and, and is here. The the all of the deck is stacked against you from the minute that opening proceeding begins. The idea that we actually psychologically and emotionally believe that someone is innocent until proven guilty has been shown time and again to be false. What they show time and again is that as soon as somebody sits at that defendant's table, they have to not prove that they're guilty, but the defendant has to prove that they are innocent. Yeah. And the more shit that the prosecutors can drag up there that is expertise adjacent... Yep that shows this idea. Like you said, you watch CSI whatever, you know, and the cops are showing up and they're shining fucking special lights on shit and they're, you know, taking a fucking test tube and looking at it thoughtfully as they turn it upside down in a lab and like, and none of that's anything. Yeah. Like not, like there's DNA and then there's everybody else is lying about it. Yeah. That's it. It's yeah. all fucking, it's a bunch of yeah. nothing, but they get to put it on the same bucket yep. and pretend that yep. it's real. And it's pseudoscience, man. It's science made up. A lot of these guys went to like upstairs discount weekend medical forensic college. They have like weekend certificates in nonsense. That's the level of education that these guys have in a lot of this stuff. It's not like they have four year degrees. No. I listened to a podcast the other day called Proof where like somebody got on the, on the stand and they said they had they had like a master's degree in I'm gonna I'm gonna get it wrong. They said they had a master's degree in forensic science stuff from St. Louis University. And then the journalists were like, 
that school doesn't offer a master's in huh. forensic. What they had was they a- George Santos who said that? No. <laughs> <laughs> what, what the guy had was a master's certificate for a weekend course. Jesus Christ, dude. That was taken and not even proctored by the university, but was held at the university. Lord. And this guy got fucking convicted of a murder that didn't even happen. Yeah. Got convicted of a suicide. Is what happened. Like, if you listen to Proof, it's an interesting true crime podcast. He got guys, these two guys get convicted of a suicide as a murder. Yeah, well, and that's, and that's you know, that happens in this story, too, where, you know, a baby dies and then the, the mom has yeah. to plead because they have, they have evidence that they want to, and this is, and this is stacking yeah. up against them. You know, you're talking about the, uh, the idea that, you know, no one who sits in that chair is, you know, people already think they're guilty. Mm -hmm. Think about how many people said Adnan was guilty. Right. Do you remember all the people, everybody that you talked to, I, everybody I talked to, certainly in the in the skeptic circles, were all like, oh yeah, that guy did it. He guilty. totally did yeah, it. He guilty. totally did guilty. it. And I'm just like, are you serious? I I listened to that whole show and I like, I, I, I did a little reading on it and I was like, I can't imagine a jury convicting him. Same. Because even if, and you know, like, I'm not saying that like somebody is blameless, right? I'm not saying he's innocent, but I am. What I am saying is, is that you, reasonable have, doubt. you didn't have the evidence to put him in jail. Right. That's for damn sure. Yep. And, and, and tons of people were saying, no, man, he's, uh, he's guilty. Like they're saying, they're not just saying like, maybe he did it. They're saying he's guilty. Yep. And so that, think of that. Then that's just somebody who's listening to a podcast, man. That's all that is. Yep. That's just a dude listening to a podcast. So think about that. And that's an uphill battle that they have to climb every single time. It's it this is this is also, you know, these are people who are in a distressful moment in their life. Like mm -hmm. this is a very distressful moment. And they're calling and then they're analyzing this. You know, we talk about this when the police show up and they make a mistake and they shoot someone, right? They, they make a mistake, right. the guy had a yep. fucking hero sandwich yep. or whatever. I know, yep. And we have to be, when we're stopped by the police, 100% perfect. Because Every, if you're yep. not, you're going to get murdered. And when you talk to them on the phone during a very difficult time, you have to be 100% perfect. Because if you're not, that might be used against you yep. as you know, it's like everything has to be so perfect for the citizenry, but we never hold the police up to that same no, level. No, you're exactly Not right. a single yep. time. Not a single time do we do that. Yeah. When it when it's the police, it's, oh, I was scared. When yeah. it's the police, it's, well, we can't second guess how somebody would respond in a stressful, dangerous no. situation. We don't want to set, we don't want to armchair quarterback, like a, but we are armchair quarterbacking exactly. every lay person who's ever called 911. Have you ever been in a really stressful situation yes. and had a call for help? Yeah. It like when that happens, a lot of people get really calm. Yeah. Like that's a really common response. I, I had an experience on the L and I talked about it on the show once where a woman went into seizures. I remember this. And I just immediately took charge of the situation. I told somebody to stop, call, press the button for the train. I told somebody to call 911. I reached down and someone was like, put something in her mouth. And I, I, I held the crowd back from putting things in her mouth. I like picked her head up and I held her head. And I was like, like there was a whole bunch of stuff that just like went through my head. I was like, this is all gotta be done and no one is doing it. Right. right. So someone has to do it. I'm going to do it. And so I just did it, but I was really calm the whole time. As soon as she left, dude, I it was a huge adrenaline dump. As soon yep. as she like, as soon as like, she was like, got sat up. I was just like, because my body was finally like, okay, now you can do something. Mm -hmm. Like now you can freak out, but you can't freak out until then. And think about what it's like to find a dead loved one. I, and your yeah. body is just like, I've got to do something about this. And I've got to, I've got to do something about this right now. And your body, if you just let it do the thing it wanted to do, yep. you're going to break down. 
Yeah. But you got to do the thing. You, you know what I mean? Like I do. Like, I do. Yeah, and, and if the opposite, here's the thing. It's like, if you see something distressing and you react in this like big, emotionally effusive way, that's understandable. If you don't, that's also understandable. And everything along the continuum is understandable too. If like you said, if you don't react and then you, you know, you get overwhelmed as time goes on and as the police show up and as these different like yeah. stressors yeah, come man. into the equation, it, pretending that there is a right way and that responses outside of this norm, there's no norm. What they, well, the problem with all this science is they never establish controls. All of these forensic sciences, they work to do the same bullshit anomaly hunting yes, nonsense. Exactly it. Exactly right? right. Where they're like, well, this is an, this is anomalous. And you're they're like, exactly what's your right. control? Yep. What's your standard? How is it defined? What testing did you do to make sure that that was experimentally? None of that, because this is in science. There's nothing scientific about it except for they show up with ghost hunter tools, man. That's all it is. It's this scientific-ish stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Where they go to Radio Shack. Radio Shack doesn't exist anymore. I'm old. <laughs> they go. <laughs> it's so old that that's on Stranger Things. I, oh, you God. I, mean? like I feel so like embarrassed one, by one that the, reference right the, now. Uh, one all one right. They go to the, service merchandise. Hear me out. <laughs> one of the characters is a guy who works as a <laughs> like, And they're like, Radio Shack, I remember that place. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> anyway. Well, they, they 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 go get their fucking bee bobs and bits and bobs and fucking they go to the you know, buggy whip factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what they got their circuit boards and their you know transistor tubes. <laughs> but you know what I mean? They I build do. they I build do. these fucking orgone generators do, and man. other bullshit. I do. It's all bullshit. It's all a lot. It, just because it lights up or beeps or like you can shine a light on it, it looks a different color, or you say like, oh, you know, I can hear the stress patterns in the voice. Fuck you. Yeah. How about this? Fuck you. Yeah. No, you can't. Yeah. How about no? And then we start from, instead of coming to your conclusion and working backwards, let's do science for real. Right. Let's do science for real one time when it right. comes to people's freedom for their whole life. Like, like, can we, can we actually just take a high school level science class where I you know. learn what science is know, just as an experimental process? And that's it. We don't have to get past the first semester of high school fucking pick a class. Biology, chemistry, physics. I don't give a shit. Yeah. They'll all teach you the basic. You know, these guys don't run through the basics. They don't even have the basics. You're right. And and when they talked about the methodology oh. in this particular study, they were saying like, it's mostly done in one state. Most of the calls come from the same state. Yeah. Most of them, over two thirds of them were white people, right? So, you know, when you, when you yeah. have a study that's only a hundred calls, 66 of them are from white people. All these problems with the methodology. Yes. Yep. And anybody who is anybody looks at this like it's 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 crazy talk. But what's insane is that it gets sent out by the FBI who have been perpetrators of bullshit oh. for so long. The that, FBI loves pseudoscience. That, that, that bullet analysis garbage that yep. they that they threw out years ago and they're still using. The There's fucking a, murder profiling, murder all that profiling, shit. Murder profiling, that's bullshit. It's all fake. And then you talk about this. This is all bullshit. Yep. It's like, and this is sent out by the FBI. And you know, I, I, there's part of me that wonders why is why is it that that law enforcement is so fucking easy to dupe and so easy to to uh, sort of set this up and 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 get one over on and 
I think it, there's a couple of reasons. One, it's it, they're they're desperate. I think to try to solve cases, right? Yeah, so I think right. they're de- there's, there's a, a lot of motivation, of despa- desperation and motivation, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's part of it. But I also think there really seriously is some sort of nepotism that gets people in the door to make the money for these yep. extracurricular <laughs> classes that they have to take that they do as extras for the police to learn trainings. Yep, there's. There's always, and I'm not saying that it's that it's it's a kickback money. I'm just saying like there's there's somebody there who's like a friend of a friend. Hey, yeah. can you get my buddy in? And there's tax dollars. Yep. They're paying for it. All so these industries are connected. For it, so why don't we just why don't we just see if we can get my friend in here? And he knows somebody, and he knows a guy who knows a guy who can get him in as a deputy yep. over here, and then he can teach his st- stupid class to people who aren't maybe all that critical anyway, and then they just believe it as a reality. You know. You're not, I think you're not at all wrong about that. I think back to when I worked at Circuit City 10,000 years ago, and I used to sell home theater junk. And you got to know all of the reps from all of the major uh, retail, all the major electronic companies. They'd send their sales reps in to teach you how to sell their stuff. You'd become friendly, you'd have lunch. You'd like, industries work like that. They interweave their vendors in with their people. I also think there's a huge, and, this, and I've, we said this before on the show, but I think it's a big fucking deal. I think there is a huge, huge problem in police departments where if you want to be a detective, instead of going to fucking yeah, be a detective right, you're college, right, you're right. you go to being no a college or some college or whatever, and you work your way up. Yeah, you're being that's a cop. not that's not good. That's bad. That's like that is the wrong system. If yeah. you want to be a detective, you should go and be trained on what makes good evidence. And you should go and have, you should get a fucking investigative degree that is specific and deliberative, that is different than a criminal justice degree, if that's even required, which they often aren't even required. If that's the case, then why doesn't every single teacher out there, like somebody who teaches in like, say college, start as like an administrative assistant in that college? Right, yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. Why wouldn't that be Just being a part of the system's enough. part of the college, so I should be able to teach, right? right? That's how teaching works. No, No, nobody does that. Yeah. And it doesn't work like that in almost anything. Right. It only seems to work like that with police officers. That's that's exactly. You know, like if you're you know, teaching is a great example. If you're a teacher, you can't just say, "Well, I'm going to work my way up to principal." You have to go to school and get yeah. a different educational a different degree degree in order to yeah. be in administration. Sure. You can't just like can't be like, "Yeah, I'm a great English teacher. I'm, I have a degree in English literature." I'm an English teacher, I can run a school district. Right. I'm a superintendent what? of schools. It's nonsense. Yeah. It's nonsense. Yeah. But we 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 so you know the thing is like a lot of these guys aren't educated. They're just not. Yeah. They're guys that work their way up. They you know uh, school of hard knocks, bitter experience. That's what I got under my belt. I've it's seen like, enough people lie to me. I know. Yeah, exactly. Well, how do you know? Yeah, you, dude. Like you, you're. You're, that's intuition, that's bro, nothing. and that's useless. Yep. It's and, literally useless. And it's all of your biases. Yeah. All yeah. of your that's biases. That's all it is. It's all your biases come to life. Yep. It's all it is. And literally all this is, even in the article, they say it just screams confirmation bias. Yep. That's all it, it does. Is. That's yep. all it does. This is a horror, yet another horror dealt out by the FBI and inflicted on the people, the citizens of this country, by law enforcement to treat us like we don't have any rights. Yep. And that's exactly what this is. They should be they should be making every effort to strive to get 
as scientific and as right as possible. They should always be making that yep. error bar shrink. And what they do is don't give a fuck about the error bar. They don't. And like you said earlier, what they want is the conviction. That's it. That's what they're working for. They're not working for the truth. It's what makes- They're working for the conviction. It's what gets, it, what gets their boss voted in. Yep. That's what gets yeah. their boss voted in is how many convictions they have. Because that's how they got the their raise, The conviction rate man. is real high in this country. Yep. 80s. It's in the 80s. The murder rate, that solves below 50. Yep. Yeah. Right. They would have been glad to have you dead, for they thought they could then blame it all on the government. All right, Cecil. So this is a little bit of levity. This comes from Uproxx. Uh, this is a, uh, oh gosh, this is a, Trump claimed he's clairvoyant in an unhinged Christmas Day post because why not? So this is actually great because there are two tweets um, and they're side by side. So there's President Biden's uh, Christmas tweet, which I'll read. I thought it was good. I thought his Christmas tweet was a, a perfectly fine tweet. He said, this Christmas season, my hope is that we take a few moments of quiet reflection to really look at one another, not as Democrats or Republicans, but as we, but as who we really are. Look at each other in the eye. Fellow Americans. <laughs> a hard eye contact with every fellow American you can find. All, All right. right. So there's that. I thought that's a unifying message, sure. right? Like yeah, that's a fine message. Yeah. Where's my student loan relief, fucker? Donald J. Trump. Merry Christmas to everyone, including the radical left Marxists that are trying to destroy our country, the Federal Bureau of Investigation that is illegally coercing and paying is social... That, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Does a comma work there? W which one? The first one where he's like, our country, the Federal Bureau. Shouldn't that be like... What should that be? Like a semicolon? What should that be No, there? that that that's fine to have a comma because he's making a list, but then he should have a second comma after... Uh, the Federal Bureau of Investigation. I see. Okay. But he doesn't. Got it. So, or he could have it after social. Or lame To separate. To, yeah, right. So. I don't know. Yeah, he's making a list, but he's not checking it twice. Okay. <laughs> it is a Christmas <laughs> after all. So. The Federal Bureau of Investigation that is illegally coercing and paying social and lamestream media to push for a mentally disabled Democrat what? over the brilliant, clairvoyant, and USA-loving Donald J. Trump. The mentally disabled one? Is yeah. it Biden? He's referring to Biden as being mentally disabled. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Right. As opposed to this sure. guy. He's clairvoyant. Yeah, clairvoyant. And USA-loving Donald J. Trump and, of course, the Department of Injustice, which appointed a special prosecutor, in quotes, who, together with his wife and family, hates Trump, Trump. in quotes. Trump. Trump. Womp, womp. <laughs> More than any other person on earth. Love to all. It's got 2001 retruths, Tom. Retruths. Retruths. What in the shit is that message? Well, he's clairvoyant. I, you know, I, I mean, I think he's just, I think what he did was he like went to look up what somebody who predicts things is, right? So he's like saying, oh. I can predict things, but he doesn't know that, that this is like, that's like a, a, a woo term or whatever. Where Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. That is... I had no idea why the clairvoyant was in there. Also, but he's, he's trying to say he's prescient. He's trying to say, he I can guess what's going to happen. This guy can't figure it out. I think that's what this comes down to. Prescient would have been a way better word. Prescient is a way better word. Way better word. And I think it would have meant something that he was trying to mean. I, I also, this is just a great rule of thumb in life. If somebody refers to themselves in the third person, yeah. run as far and as fast as yeah. you can from that person. Yeah. And if you can take a swing before you run, do that. That's perfectly yeah. take acceptable. A swing, take a swing beforehand and then run so nope. they can't follow yeah. you. <laughs> That's the big key. Or if it's Donald J. Trump, just speed walk a little and you'll get away <laughs> just, just fine. 
you'll get away just fine. And I mean just a little. You get 12 steps ahead. That's all the space you need. You've opened up an unstoppable gap here that cannot be crossed. Yeah, I mean, it, clearly he couldn't get away from Nick Fuentes when he <laughs> And Nick Fuentes doesn't look fast at all. So. <laughs> Gary. <laughs> Gary. What? Huh? Gary, it's 30 seconds to midnight. Why are you singing Christmas songs? I don't know. Christmas is way more fun than New Year's Eve. Well, yeah, but at least we get uh, presents? No. Food? Not really. Fireworks? It's raining. Man, fuck this holiday. Well, no work at least. Yeah, not us. That's fucking true. Got any New Year's resolutions? More fucking. That's what it was last year. Yeah, I want more. Okay. Well, here comes the countdown. Oh, you know what countdowns make me think of? What? Using Coca-Cola receiving. Free spicy movies getting, well, 50% off. Almost any one item. Free gifts. Free shipping. BadAdamEve.com. Happy glory. Here's the 2023 thumbs, and if anyone's interested. Gary, no. What? I mean, you should go to AdamEve.com and use Coke Glory. Okay, fine. Or slide my DMs. <laughs> Will you stop it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Happy New Year's, y'all. Please stop. Oh, bravo, Captain Obvious. So I grabbed this story, uh, and this isn't this isn't the source source I would normally go to, but this is actually like right from the horse's mouth kind of stuff, and I thought this it was, was great. An interesting perspective on this on this story. Yeah. Yeah. So this story comes from the Christian Post. So it's and this is not like we're monitoring what the Christians do. This is this is a Christian site. Yeah, like that's yeah. what they do. Good News Club. After school satanic clubs are a direct attack on teaching Christianity to children. They sure I, are. I was like, yep. yep. And what? And what? And what? But the thing is, is like, it's so funny because it's so leopards ate my face while you read through it. Yes. Because they're constantly like, and then they're trying to make Christianity sound weird. And it's like, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, that's what they're trying to do. And they called it a myth. And you're like, yeah, yeah. man, it's a myth. You know, it's so funny. I, went to, I love this article. I went, to, I went to a Catholic university and I had Catholic priests as teachers, right? A couple yeah. of them, right? They referred, I, I only had them for religion classes. They referred to Catholicism as mythology. They did, did they really? They did in class, referred to it as mythology. Really? Yeah. We read a book called The Seven Myth, like The Seven Myths of Religion, I think it was, or something like that. So like we've, we read, we read books that referred to Christianity as a myth. I had almost every, I cannot remember a single, I never was taught, even in a, even in a Catholic university, I was not taught that it was true. It was really, it was just was like, okay, so here's what Catholics so like, believe. Here's what Catholics believe. Here's what here's Christians what, believe. Yeah, but I, I took a lot of comparative stuff. So for me, it was, I didn't take, I, I did take a couple that were, you know, like teach. I took one that was called the Bible as history. Oh, that's kind of interesting. And what was awesome was the guy was just debunking the whole Bible. <laughs> I mean, he just debunked the whole thing. He just sat in front of the class and just said, no, that there's no way that could have happened. No, that's not this. Yeah, that's right. not this. Because it doesn't make any sense. And he went on to like, like you know, he's like, yeah, this, this trying to contextualize this, this, this in not, history. It can't have this happened. This is not how this happened or any of that stuff. <laughs> so they just debunked the whole Bible. But yeah, like, like I had a bunch of classes like this. Even, even at like, like high level Christianity isn't teaching it as if it's, right. you know, so they, but, but you can tell the bent that's in here is that they are very upset that there's they, these satanic good news. Are they good news clubs? Is that what they're called? Yeah. Good news, good news clubs. clubs. Uh, the satanic, the satanic group is basically saying, look, 
you know, we're trying to get in these schools and they admit it on Fox News and other places. They admit we're trying to get in these schools because we want people to realize how bad it is to teach one religion over another religion. Yeah, they're that's literally really the transparent we're about we're, it. We're that, and they're telling people out loud, that's why we're doing it. And they're mad because they're getting press. Yeah, well, they're mad that they're getting because it's getting press and they're mad that it's working. Yeah. They're so, like, what I loved about this article is these guys are just like, look, we're supposed to be the ones in yeah, school I don't, indoctrinating what? children. What are you talking about? And they're making it seem like we're in schools indoctrinating children. It's the best, dude. And it's like, uh, it is so you can leopards ate my face. You can't awesome. hear it you in this so room good, together. It's so, it's so numb, good. Numb, numb, the whole article. I was reading it just smiling. It's ear so to ear. funny. It's you can't read this as a secular person and not smile. It's I great. Def, I, I I dare you to read this article and not I'd smile. Say, man, you can't not smile and think, oh, you you poor sweet summer child. <laughs> oh, this is the best. Your Honor. <laughs> The city timed this police action to catch my client exercising his constitutionally protected right to religious freedom. This story comes from AP News. State lawsuits defend abortion access with religious this is freedom. Similar. This is this is another. I felt like yeah, it dovetailed very, very nicely. Dovetail, yeah. So you know the abortion, the overturning of Roe v. Wade is clearly motivated by a specific type of Christian religiosity. When they talk about it, even when the justices talked about it, they talk about the morality around the issue of abortion, and they are absolutely taking on a certain uh, fundamentalist read of Christianity, as if that's the only religious belief system yeah. that intersects with abortion and uh, the rights of women and right. rights of reproduction. Right. Right. And so they overturn Roe v. Wade, and these states are like, great, we're going to be awful, monstrous, sure. patriarchal dickheads, yeah. and we're going to restrict women's access to their own bodily autonomy. And so a bunch of folks, particularly Jewish, Jewish people, have come out and said, wait a minute, what about my religious freedom? In my religious freedom, we don't believe that the unborn are alive. We yeah. actually believe very, uh, religiously, we have a faith tradition that's actually older yeah. than your faith tradition. In fact, your faith tradition is built on us. Right. <laughs> You're the fucking sequel, motherfucker. We're the fucking prequel up in this bitch. We're fucking OG. <laughs> Fuck out of here. You know, you're absolutely right. And what I, what I, what I like is that they, they aren't framing it around the child. Right. They yeah. are framing it around the woman. They yep. are saying our religious, our religion is forcing us to pay attention to the woman in this equation, period. It is not forcing us to pay attention to anything else. Yep. So we're not even talking about anything else in this equation, period. So that's that's not, there's nothing that comes in yep. besides what is in front of us. Now, once something else comes into the picture, then we can have any kind of discussion that we want. Yep. But I'm only dealing with what is in front of me, what is obvious and in front of me. And that's why religion tells me to do. And, you know, we talk about, you know, how monstrous this is, and it is monstrous. It's across it the country. So many different um, uh, states had these uh, on-off switches already in place, ready for Roe to yep. be overturned. They had, they were ready to subjugate half our population on a moment's notice. They were ready to do it. Yeah, and the, they and had the, the fucking red smocks already. Exactly, and the waiting. white, the white bonnets. They were ready to go. And in some states like uh, Indiana, they specifically 
planned to do something right away afterwards and yep. did and succeeded, right? So they immediately did it and they immediately brought it uh, up to the legislators and the legislators immediately passed and the governor immediately signed it. They wanted to get it done as soon as possible. Yep. And this happened in a multiple states. Urgent priorities. It was for these super, assholes. super urgent, right? So this has been, this is, this is, it's it's a horror across the country, but it and and I don't and we we were sort of struggling. How do you deal with this? How do you what do you do? How do you deal with this? Because it seems like, you know, the way up is blocked, but the way up religiously might not be. It might not. Right? It might not be. There might be that the way to climb back up that mountain is to use the religion against them, to say it's, you know what, you say it's religious, but I'm saying it's it's religious for other people. And this suddenly turns it into, okay, yeah, we got this wrong because we chose one religion over another religion. We we gave primacy to one we religion. Did. They, this is going to create, at the very least, an impossibly, an, a, a position where there is no possibility for them to be honest with themselves. Right, yeah. And now I don't think that will dissuade them, right? right because not. these it are not, not. these are not, not an intellectually right. honest people. You're right, you're right. But, you know, it may be the case that some states, so some of this might not be done at the federal level. This might go to state leg state Supreme Courts. And those state Supreme Courts may say, all right, you know what, that actually is true. And so if you are a member of ABC religion or you are a member of any religious faith, then you can have access to this medical care because we can't restrict your access to care. We've seen similar things with some drug laws where some drugs yeah, like peyote, you're right. You're right. right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, all right, if you are a part of this very specific group. Now, the difference with religion is there's a longstanding rule that the government can't question your faith. They can't say, well, you haven't been a Jewish person long enough or you haven't believed <laughs> in this thing. So you could, we could, if yeah. that were the case, we could create a religion right now Sure. called the religion of I'm getting a fucking abortion, bitch. That's a great religion. And that's it. Yeah. And you can't, the government really is in a bind with that stuff to say like, oh, because they, they have historically not been willing to say your religion doesn't seem real. We don't want to grant it like any kind of like rights of primacy because we don't believe it's reality because that puts the government in a weird spot. That's how Scientology got yeah, recognized. Right, Scientology right. is fucking gobbledygook written by a fucking lunatic on a boat. Like that's, yeah. that's nothing. Yeah. Scientology is nothing. Yeah. It's a cult written by a fucking science fiction writer yeah. on a boat. It's absolute it's garbage. Nothing. It's absolute garbage. Yeah. But it got, it got, it got pride of place and it got a federal. Yeah. Because the, the government's been unwilling to say, same thing with Mormonism. That's nonsense. It's nonsense. Like, but it, you know, yeah. like it doesn't even have like the, a loophole, the antiquity though. to it. It's got it. some loophole to right. it, though. Yeah. It, does, yeah. it does. You know, you're an intelligent, insightful human being who doesn't get the respect and attention that he deserves. Wow. You really mean that, Jake? That's great, man, because I've always wanted to discuss with you the repercussions of the ramifications. I actually gotta go. Sorry. Motherfucker. This is another one of those that I grabbed where it is not a meta commentary. It's just the commentary itself. Okay, so I got to close this off. Give me a second. Let me call this up because you got this. This is a great way to find these articles. I don't know if it was deleted, right? So I don't know if this was deleted or not, but you did find this at Web Archive, which is a great way to view these sorts of things because then you don't give Dennis any... Anything, anything. yeah. So this, this is from Prager, Prager's Dennis website. Prager, Prager yeah. U nonsense, yeah. right? So why many conservatives won't be with their children or grandchildren this Christmas. And so it basically says, look, isn't it a shame that a bunch of left-leaning young people 
won't spend time with their parents and are denying their parents access to their children, so their, their grandchildren, yeah. because of politics. And isn't that the cruelty of the left really in action to do that horror? And it's, it, it, this is, this is, it's like, no, like your politics are your values. Yeah. That's what your politics sure. are. Yeah. And that, he seems to miss the point yeah. where if you have horrible values, yeah. then that will have repercussions and people won't want to spend time with you and they won't want to bring their children yeah, around they? your terrible yeah. values. Yeah. Yeah. And he's so upset about this. I, I, I think this needs to be reiterated every once in a while. You need, this needs to be said out loud to people because I think people forget it. Your family, you don't owe them anything, nope. okay? You don't owe any single member of your family a single moment of your time if you don't want to give it to them. True. Period. End of story, okay? They had you, if it's talking about your mom and dad, they had you, and if they were hoping to have a buddy mm -hmm. for the rest of their lives, they bought into something that they might not actually get. There's a possibility you might not get a buddy for the rest of your life. If your parents are shitty, if they disowned you because you're LGBT or they don't, they dead name you if you're trans. You know, all these things that parents yep. do, these vindictive, shitty things that parents do to their kids. You don't know your parents a single fucking second of your time. You don't know your siblings a single second of your time, period. You make those decisions as you see fit. If you think they're worthy to be around, be around them. Yep. But if not, Go find a chosen family. Go find people who love you and reciprocate that love. You don't feel forced to dig your heels in and make your family work if it doesn't, period. Yep. I, I couldn't possibly agree more. There's so many people, and we know it. There's so many people that struggle, struggle, struggle with the holidays yeah. because they're forced into these terrible yeah. situations. And you're you're 100% right. And remember... That when your parents had you, that created a responsibility for them. For them. It's it does their not, responsibility. Yes. All that responsibility Absolutely. flows in one direction. Absolutely. None of that responsibility flows it's back. Not on me. None of it. Not on right. me, right? Because who made the choice? Yep. They made a choice to create a life that they chose yeah. to be responsible for. You didn't make a choice. Yeah. That's it. So they only have obligations to you, not yes, the other way around. Exactly. They only have obligations yep. to you. Now, if you choose to have a mutually reciprocal relationship because you have a good one, then that's great. Then that's, then that's a, awesome. A relationship of choice. And you can have different, you know, there's even people out there in the world that have differing values than their than their family, and they have wonderful relationships. Absolutely. There's people out there that have different changed values than they do, than they normally do, or whatever. And that's fine. And that gets that that, that works for some people. People. It doesn't work for others, and that's okay too. Yep, you get to pick, and no fucking whining by fucking Dennis Prager or your mom yeah. or your fucking grandpa or your uncle fucking Frank or yeah. whatever. None of that matters. None of it makes a fucking whit of difference. It's nothing. That's nothing. It's yeah. sound and fury signifying nothing. Sixty percent of the roasts we get on vulgarity for charity yeah, are shitty parents who have been super shitty to their kids or shitty stepmoms or shitty brothers. It's all, sh it's mostly shitty family. It's mostly shitty family. Once in a while, you'll get like, hey, roast my buddy. He's got a weird haircut. I got a bad boss. But yeah. let me tell right. you, man, it's mostly my fucking dad is the worst. He dead names me. Right. And it's like, what the fuck is happening? Like, these yep. are people you don't owe time to. You nope. don't owe anything to. Not a thing. If anything, they owe you. And if they're not giving you something that you think you need to thrive, leave. Yep. Get away Just from them. be Just gone. Get away from them. I left my brother. I have two brothers. 
that, that I, I have not spoken to one since the early 2000s. Yeah. Since the early 2000s, before my dad passed away. I haven't spoken to him since, and I have not missed him a second in my life. Not a second yeah. have I looked back and been like, maybe my life would be so different. No, <laughs> fucking literally do not care at all. Yeah. We burn both those bridges. Those bridges will never be built again, and I do not even for a second think about it at all. Yep. I have a loving, one loving brother. Yep. That's what I have. That's my family. That's the entirety of my family that's left. And I'm cool with it. I'm fucking 100% at peace with it. You need to find that peace. These people out here who try to make it work, you're just hurting yourself over yep. and over and over again. Yep. Free advice. You could take it if you want. Yeah, but I think it's but good I'm advice, telling you, man. man you you're just going to keep on fucking hurting yourself and you don't have to do it. Yep. If there's anything I'm passionate about, it's leaving your family behind. I know, man. If anything I'm passionate hey, man. about. Fuck, I'll raise my end. 2001, I severed ties with my mother. Yeah. I've, I've never thought about her at a, like, right? For she's a second. Gone. For a second. Like, just my life gone. only got better. Just My gone. life only got better. I'm a liar. A hypocrite. I'm afraid of everything. I don't ever tell the truth. I don't have the courage. When I see a woman, I blush and look away. I want her, but I don't take her for God. And that makes me proud. And then my pride ruins Magdalene. This story comes from the BBC News. Pope condemns human hunger for wealth and power at Christmas Eve Mass. Says a guy who sits like on a golden throne as the head Do of an you think organization. His is made out of gold. <laughs> I mean, is it made out what? of like, it's made out of like children's bones? Yeah, or something. What? like what did, he, what did he make it out of? It's like the what? Ark of the Covenant they carry him in on. He's got a leader, a palanquin. What do they call it? Palanquin. What are they filled with like like child like children's slaves it's or whatever? Holy like, shit. like he's got he's got sex trafficked kids that are carrying him on his on their back. Cover them in yeah. gold first. <laughs> I shall not see any children not covered in gold. And they're like dipping him in molten gold. <laughs> no, it's fine. We don't like kids here anyway. So Guess fuck them up. It doesn't the, matter. Punch them first. It doesn't. Who cares? We like to tenderize them. We've already we used them those little ones. God damn, man. Are you, yeah, what, are you what? shitting me? Get the fuck out of here. I saw this and yeah. I was like, could there be a more tone deaf oh, thing to say? I know, man. As an organization drowning yeah. in <laughs> centuries of wealth okay. and power. I am not the Catholic uh, uh, archdiocese or what is it? The Vatican uh, marketing guy. But here, I'm going to start you guys out. If you guys listen, I know you guys are big fans of the show. So here's what I want, <laughs> I want you to start out. Here's what I want you to do next Christmas. I just have a two word message. We are sorry. That's it. Okay. That's your two weird message. And you post it to all the people where you buried dead kids, where you killed the kids, and then you buried them in the fucking yard outside where your nuns tortured and killed kids and killed women who were pregnant, where you did that in like Ireland and all yep, these places. Yep. And then where you raped all those kids and all over the world and all these different places where they're finding out about it in Germany and they're finding out about it in, in all these different little countries and how different places all over the US erupted with allegations and how all those people were damaged. You just come out with a two word message next year. We're sorry. Yeah. And you know what? If you follow it up with a fucking fire sale, of literally all, all of your, of your assets stuff, and then donate that you donate it to, to those who need charity. it. Yeah. yeah. Then I'm good. Then, then okay. you know what? Then finally, I'll be able to say, all right, all right. I believe your morals. That's fine. Yeah. You know, until you give away your multi-billions of wealth, yeah. until you just, until you sell yeah. all your real estate, I mean, give it all away. You can't have any of it anymore. From now on, the Pope flies coach. 
That's it. Pope flies coach. Bitch period. rides economy. Pope flies, Pope That's flies it. coach. The end. That's Is that, it. If that happens, then maybe. You know what? He doesn't even get to pay the $49 extra to pre-board. Yeah. That's yeah. it. You're actually, riding C group, bitch. Actually, he's checked baggage. <laughs> In their tongue, he's Dovahkiin. This story comes from ABC7. This is our local news. Local news. ABC7 Eyewitness News. Everything should have a They really do, though. They're in Chicago. All of our all of our all of our news has like really dramatic stingers when they come in. They're really dramatic. Uh, Mark Meadows burned documents a dozen times during transition. Ex-White House aide told January 6th panel. I predicted this when we were watching the January 6th thing. I predicted it and I said, Meadows is going to jail. And you and I went yep. back and forth. I really do I think, feel like Meadows right. is going to go to jail. I feel like of all the people, he feels like the one that's the easiest to throw under the bus. He feels like the one that I think a lot of different people were throwing under the bus. Like if you look at all, you know, when, true. when you talk about this and you look at this, all the all the testimony that should be swaying people on this, the reason why it should sway you is because these were all Republicans, right? They, right. Like when they when they did this January 6th thing, they weren't reaching out to a bunch of Democrats who already hated Trump. Right. They were reaching out to Trump loyalists who were in the White House that day or they were in power that day. Right. They were assigned to a thing. Senior leadership. You know, these are these are not just small leaders. These are this is, you're right. This is senior leadership. This is this is cabinet, small group, you're in the room with these people. Yep. This is big deal. These are big deal people. And they went out of their way to question all these people. And I would say unilaterally, everyone threw Meadows under the bus. Yeah, man. Unilaterally, everybody, even his like assistant was like, bust that. And this is, I'm on a bus, bitch. Like, blah, blah. <laughs> and they were fucking him up from the very beginning. You could feel that he felt like the sacrificial lamb from the very beginning. Because if any of these people, you know, you get Bill Barr sitting there, right? And he's given his testimony. And you think, where's your culpability? Right. And where where are you? You should be the one advising the president and not just saying, this is bullshit and crazy. You should be being like, no, you need to stop this. And if you don't, I'm going to come out and resign today or whatever. Yep. Yep. Instead, he just kind of dealt with it until the very last minute and then, and then finally peaced out, on his out own. at yeah. the very end. But, you know, where's your culpability? No, instead, I'm going to blame Meadows. And yep. that's what's been happening since the beginning. And now here's another thing that comes out, and this came out with the testimony that came out last week, he's burning documents after meetings. Man, I, 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 will, I will add to what you were saying. I will add that also his is the only, Cassidy Hutchinson was his like uh, right hand. Yeah. I forgot what her title was, but she's basically his right hand. Yeah, she, and She's like his executive assistant. Or right. Something. And I, nobody else's right hand flipped on him. No. So like that's damning. Yeah, that's damning. It's it just such a one to one relationship. It feels like of all the people, he was the one who was definitely where the shit was rolling down to. Yep. Right. Yep. Certainly, the shit was rolling to Trump. Right. They were trying to. That's where it sure, should that's go. Where they were. That's where they were mainly pointing, but they were always throughout pointing at at Meadows as an enabler. Man. And they never once made it seem like he was ever against anything that Trump did. No, not so at all. it makes you think, at least it makes me think, they're, that he's probably going to go to jail. He's going this. to fucking jail. I think he's, he's go going to jail. He's going to jail. I agree. I'd oh, like, be surprised if he doesn't. What the fuck documents are you burning? I know that like, I know there is some amount, some minimal, very minimal amount of documents that do get burned. So incinerating documents is a, it's not so much a stand from what I've read. It's not a standard practice, but it is a, some documents are so sensitive that they are, 
destroyed after reading. But that is like a fucking fraction of a fraction sure, of a fraction. Sure. Like it has to be something it's weird beyond. To me that like it's written down first. To I, you know, it doesn't make any sense. Be like, just. I guess they don't want to like purple monkey dishwasher yeah, that shit. You know. I guess I don't know. Yeah. But like, also, I don't understand what the difference is between a document that has to be burned and a document that gets marked as ultra super duper yeah. classified yeah. national top secret. Sure. Like. Those seem like documents that nobody should see. This yeah. seems like a document nobody should see. Yeah. Why is anything getting burned? Yeah. What the fuck is getting burned? And I don't believe for a second that in the middle of this no. transition no. that you're like feeding the fucking incinerator all this, oh yeah, this is totally a legitimate totally, fire. Also- A legitimate document fire. Also, I want to say- <laughs> If it's a really legitimate yeah. fire, it has <laughs> ways to yeah, stop it. ways to things. stop itself. If, if it, it also too like if Cassidy Hutchinson knows about it, yeah, then, then then she knows that you're burning documents. Like like then she knows you had something that was like ultra secret, which would be a liability. So that's that doesn't make any sense, right? If she even knew about it, then 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 it's a negative. So it doesn't make any sense. What it sounds like is is that you're covering things up. Or There's, you took a giant dump in the bathroom and you got to light something you on gotta fire. Li and like wave <laughs> that out of there so it doesn't smell anymore. No, uh, you just light a match. But Jesus, I mean, you got to burn a whole document. It doesn't smell like shit in here. Now it Jesus. smells like a top secret document like fire. <laughs> anyway, actually, it, still smells like shit. Turns out it's really indistinguishable. Trump's lighting them and throwing them in the toilet. He's like, "Why aren't they burning?" <laughs> He's flushing the toilet, and they got to call a plumber. It's a whole thing. There has to be an element of the surreal when you're standing in front of a fucking incinerator yeah. and you're feeding yep. your lies and bullshit into yeah. it. And you're like, oh, I gotta not go to prison. I I, I have to be like, you know what? I'm going to go tell someone. Yeah. I, I just, I gotta. I can't believe there I gotta bow people out. who were just like, what is happening? I know. Holy shit, I'm calling whatever authority there can be. Like, I cannot imagine right. that people in this situation didn't immediately break down and be like, because man, I get I get a little bent when somebody doesn't put their fucking grocery cart back. <laughs> and it's not even my job. It's not even my job. And I'm like, hey man, what are you doing? You don't leave a grocery cart. Like you can roll into somebody's car. Like I get a little yeah, upset. right. Like, can you imagine if I'm sitting in a room with somebody and we're like, yeah, well, we certainly don't want the Democrats to find this. <laughs> They're lighting the fucking like Oval Office on fire because they right. want to. From now on, all of our documents are going to be printed only on match light brand paper. Match light brand top secret paper. <laughs> it's like a magic trick, man. It's like so many different magic tricks. He's pulling secret documents on his top coat. He's got a fucking rabbit made of fucking secret documents he pulls out of a hat. It's insanity, what man. What is going on? I mean, like, like, tell me, Tom. Tell me, Tom. When we started the podcast, even just go back, like, when because Obama was president for... Four or five years while we were doing the podcast. Yeah. Just think about what the fuck would have happened to him. Oh, if yeah. A single one of the just one of the controversies, one of the thousand controversies during the Trump presidency would have happened while Obama yeah. was in office. Yeah, be, be, he would be killed. It's unreal. Killed. Unreal, yeah. man. Yes. Well, in my scientific opinion, you're a terrible liar. Tom, did you hear about George Santos this week? <laughs> oh, so uh, George Santos is the is, is he the guy who campaigned about his pants being on fire? <laughs> <laughs> it is amazing. The dude is such a liar. So what much. What did he say that was true? Week, is he so, really I mean, George seriously, Santos? Seriously, this last week, so much has come out about this. He, uh, some people just randomly started. I, 
they randomly started doing some after he's already elected. So he's already elected. He's going to be sworn in in 19, like an hour, 22 yeah. days or something. Yeah. Right. And, and he's going to be a, 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 a house member and he ran against a Democrat, won, he's a Republican, and he literally lied about everything, like lied about all this stuff. And they found out that his degree isn't real and that he lied about, you know, where he gets money and all this. I mean, like a million Look, things. He lied about where, he, he said his mom died in 9-11. Yeah, his mom died. And his mom didn't his mom, die in 9-11. died around the holidays. He like, he just lies about all kinds of, he lied about a whole bunch of shit. But no, like, well, here's what I don't get. If you're a fucking... If you're somebody who's going to work with little kids, you got to go through like a pretty rigorous I know, man. check, right? If I know. You wanna, if you want to drive a forklift, like if you want to do yeah, a forklift, you got to take drug tests, yep. right? You got to like only for poor people do we have a vetting process, right? Only for people with low end, like jobs that, that not don't wrong. pay a lot, right? You're not wrong. But if you want to do anything in this kind, I mean, especially really powerful shit, like be one of 500 people who vote on something in this country, one of 500 voices who get to decide and shape policy in this country, we don't have a process to vet you. We don't have something we could be like, you know what? They got to go through like a really serious background check before they do that. Yeah, I well, I don't understand the press failed, opposition research failed, the, his own party vetting process failed. Did nobody check out anything he said? This guy stood in front of everybody and he said things like, you know, I am the American dream. I worked my way up. I had this job and that job. I went to school for this and that. My mother died and I, none of it is true. Yeah. Like nothing he said is true. It's all literally nothing. And I, and it's unclear whether or not he'll face criminal charges sure. right now. It seems like he should. This should be fraud. Yeah. Like if you stand in front of the American people and say, these are my qualifications based on these things I'm saying about me, which are true. And what I do, I hope sincerely is that he does go to jail for fraud because then I want to see motherfuckers like Herschel Walker who stand up and say, here's my badge. I'm a fucking cop yeah. or I was a cop. And it's a fucking, you know, Woody Woodpecker badge <laughs> or whatever he got out of a cereal box. They got to go to jail. You know, that's, Stop lying to it's me. It's the only way that you're going to be able to curb this problem because what people found out when Trump ran was you could just say whatever you want and nobody cared. Right. And and Trump lied constantly in office. Constantly. All the time. Like, I mean, very rarely said a true thing. I mean, very rarely said a true thing. So he lied constantly. And I think they learned from him. And when there is any checks and balances, there, there there's like, they look at you like the audacity. Yeah. How dare you check up on me? Right. He said he was Jewish, Tom. And then when they said, <laughs> and then when they said you're not Jewish, he's like, yeah, but I said I was Jewish. <laughs> Eli made that joke like four years ago, man. It's like a fucking, it's like a four-year-old roast he did. Seriously, man. Oh my he god. He said he was Jewish. I didn't know that one. I didn't know that one. That one I'm just learning right now. Did he really? He and did he use the excuse I said I was Jewish? Yes. I'm not kidding. I'm not <laughs> kidding. I know it sounds funny, but I'm not kidding. That's insane. It's insane. It's insane. And the, the thing is, is that they get away with lying and they should not get away with lying. No. They're lying on the biggest job application you could possibly lie on. Yeah, you man. You would get fired for any other job if this happened. And you know what? That's a great point because I know you can go to jail for that shit. That is fraud. If you If you- submit a resume that says like, if I submit a resume, it says, you know, I NASA went to engineer or something. Right. Yeah. Or like, yeah, I got a degree from, you know, Harvard medical college and I'm a fucking like, 
You you go to jail you for misrepresenting jail. your yeah. fucking you credentials. Go to jail. Fuck this yeah. guy. You go to jail. Fuck this guy. You go to jail. We need to start holding these guys really truly You're right. accountable. You're right. We if we do that, we'll get better people. We will get better people because we'll scare away the liars. You've got to. We make will this. frighten these motherfuckers. We have to. They got to fear repercussions. Couple of things you really have to do to reorganize and reinvent politics in this country. You need to make it so that they cannot benefit from being a politician while they're in office yeah, at man. all. And you have to make their life an open book. Make it so they have no privacy. Make it so they have nothing. Every transaction's transparent. Everything. I, I should be able to look at what Nancy Pelosi bought on her bank account. That's what I want to see. I want to see everything. I want to see everything laid bare. Make it so your life as a public servant is public. And suddenly you have all these people who want to keep a bunch of shit private out of the running. Yeah, you know, out of the fucking running. Make it so it fucking it it's so your life is so transparent there can be no questions. There can be no oh you you colluded with somebody or whatever. There there can be none of yeah, that. No, couldn't have. Make it so yeah. that it's impossible for it to happen because what we're winding up with is liars and cheats and people who are stealing from us and they're they're getting in the most important position in the country deciding policy in our country and we're letting them do it. Yeah, we make it too desirable to be a politician. We do. We very we, much do. We really, I think that's a great point. We should make this job a pain in the ass. It's, it should be a pain in the ass. You should want to do it, but only because of the love of the wanting to do it. Right. To help other people. It should be something that you just like altruistically yeah. are like, you know what? I am willing to set aside so much yeah. that matters to me in order to do this the work. The problem though. Also that I won't want to do it forever. Yeah, but the, yeah, that's, that's the only thing is the difficulty I think is that then you might wind up, and as I talk about this, you might wind up with people who are only wealthy who can do it. Very recently- Yeah, that's was true, a, that's there true. There was a guy who was, uh, he's the youngest person in Congress. I don't know if you saw this. And he posted a story and oh, said, I, I can't afford rent because I don't have a, he's like, I can't find a place that I can get into because they won't accept my credit report. Right. I don't have good credit. He's like, now in a couple years, I will. But as of right now, I don't. And so like, we're talking about housing. Let's get this, you know, the, here's a guy who's elected to one of the highest offices in land and he can't, he can't get housing. Can't get housing. Capital, yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's a big deal. And, and, you know, he's even saying, People are coming to him and saying like, well, then why did you want the job if you can't afford it, right? It shouldn't be a job like that. It no, should it be should a job, be the opposite. You know, it should, I'll be honest. They should have to live in a dorm. They should 100% have to yeah. live in a dorm. You should be like, I, I don't think you should have your own place as a, it should be like, you know what? We have the women's dorm and the guy's dorm or whatever, or however you want to split it up. They have like townhouses. They have to live with each other. They should have to live there. It should be like a fucking camp where you go and you go away <laughs> camp and you don't get a chance. They should sequester them. They should, they should really rework how they do this because man, these people, they wind up in these beautiful homes. They go out to restaurants with people that are influencers yeah. who tell them what to think and then they do it. Yep. We, it's, it's become, it's become a job that's so desirable that being a lifelong politician is a goal. It's a goal. It's a goal. Rather than like something, somebody says, look, this is an onerous, difficult thing I'm going to do as a matter, as a civil servant, as a gift to yeah. my country. You know, very few people who enter the military stay in the military for life. Yeah. Because it's not great. Yeah. There's enough benefits to 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 get you in when you're young. And then, you know, it's not a life most people want to keep yeah. forever. forever. A very small yeah. fraction. Most people get in and get it out. Counts. I think politics should be kind of similar. Yeah. yeah. Like it should be like, yeah, all right, you know. It's either it's, that, it's either that or make it random. 
It's either that or just make it fucking random. Like a jury like selection a, like system. Like seriously, like a jury selection system where six months out, you, for six months out of your life, you may serve as a congressperson. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll take my odds. I'll yeah, take my fucking odds, man. You might get a fucking, you might have like a physicist up there and then you could have just like a regular Joe and you could have fucking a crazy Trump guy, whoever. But you know what? I'll take my fucking odds with that. If you're just going to do random people versus people who are actively gaming the system, I'd yeah, rather the have the active gaming. I'd rather have the fucking devil I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? We make this job, we make the job of being a politician too desirable and the barriers for entry are too low. Way too low. Way, 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 way too, too low. low. Way too like, low. I, I really think that, you know, if, if you apply for, there are many jobs in this country where if you apply for it, like, I mean, think about just trying to get into an elite school. Yeah. An elite school, you have to basically be not just good, but just exceptional. You be exceptional, man. Exceptional. exceptional. Like, we are not hiring exceptional people for this work. We are not. No, we are not. There's only five. Like, think about how how large the, this, the student body is at an exceptional school like Harvard. It's more than 500. Yeah. It's more than 500 people at Harvard. Like, But we have 500 sitting Congress people in total yeah. making these decisions between the House and the Senate. And we don't require exceptional people to take those yeah. roles. We should require exceptionalism. And exceptional people don't necessarily <clears throat> rise to the top. Elon Musk is a right. perfect example. That guy's like, not that guy is That guy's an idiot. Yeah. He's an absolute fucking monkey. Yep. He would like look at him like walking around. There was a there was a, a a call he was on. I don't know if you heard this, where he was talking about how they had to rewrite all the code on Twitter. I did not see And this. so he's on this call. It's like a public call where a couple of people can call in and they were like, this guy was talking to Elon Musk and Elon was like, yeah, you guys just need to rewrite the stack or something. I don't know anything about coding. But one guy's like, well, what's wrong with it? And then Elon couldn't answer the question because he doesn't know. And then the guy starts laughing at him like, you're an idiot. You don't even, you literally have no idea what you, you bought a thing and you don't even know how it works and you want to take it all apart and put it back together. You don't even know what that, how to do that or if that's a good oh idea. My God. But it's like, you, you don't have to be exceptional to excel in this country no. at all. Right. You can nope. fall face first into it, man. Yep. Trump yeah. is a perfect example. Elon, Elon Musk, Musk is, is a great example. example. These are people who fell face first into this stuff. Yep. You don't have to be exceptional. And, you know, we don't require it. We should. We need to. So we'd like to thank our patrons. Of course, we'd like to thank all our patrons. I'd like to thank our newest patrons, Dave, Kelly, and Aaron. Thank you for your generous donations. You guys pay two salaries. You guys feed us on Thursday nights and uh, you guys pay all our bills. So thank you so much for your generous donations. It really does help make the podcast work. So we can't thank you enough. Tom, we did get a little bit of email this week, not a ton. Uh, we got a message from Christian and Christian says he's been a listener since episode one. Since episode one. That's incredible. I haven't been listening since episode one. <laughs> very true. I uh, uh, I am very, very, very happy you listened since episode one, Christian. And Christian sent an that's image. Impressive. And this is an image of, uh, well, it's a Trump parody. So we're going to put Ugh. it on this week's on uh, this week's show notes. You can check it out there. Thank you. Thank you for, for being a longtime listener, Chris. Yeah, man, that's, that's awesome. really great. It's that's really great. true. I can't believe since yeah. episode one. Yeah, it's really amazing. We got a, a donation, uh, just a donation of a, like a, a sizable donation from Ellen. What thank a nice you. thing to do. Just really nice. Thank you very much. Thank you. We That's appreciate very it. Very generous. It's of very you. nice of you. Uh, we want to mention uh, that uh, a couple things. So we are going to put out for our patrons in the next week, I guess, maybe even before the weekend is out. 
uh, before this releases, maybe even as a as an episode, we are going to put out a survey for our patrons. Uh, to find out sort of the stuff that you like us to do and maybe start to do more of the stuff that you like. So we're going to put like a list together and sort of create a a patron survey to try to really target content that you enjoy. And so if you aren't a patron and you wanted to get in on filling out the survey and- Helping to choose yeah. some directionality for some additional parts of the show. Yeah, exactly. Like if you want a voice in how the show evolves- Yeah. The patrons will. Yeah, the patrons are going to get that opportunity. That survey is going to stay up for a, maybe a week or two. And we are really going to be very, very, with a keen eye looking at that data. Yep. And really using that data mm -hmm. as a way to maybe think about the direction of some of the extra stuff that we do. And so if you want your voice heard, now's a great time to become a patron because you'll get an opportunity to, to make your voice heard and then possibly, you know, it goes in the direction that you really want it to go. Absolutely. And you get content that you really wanted. So um, so keep your eyes out. If you're a patron for that survey, if you want to get involved and, and get your voice heard, um, go over, head on over to patreon.com and become a patron on a per episode basis. Uh, it really helps us out and you get an opportunity to talk to us directly about how you want to see the show shape itself out. Uh, we also recently, uh, we had a distributor for and a, and a creator for our merchandise and that relationship, uh, they had to move on and that relationship is no longer, uh, it's, it's no longer something that we, either of us are doing. They have moved on from the merch business doing other things. Uh, our amount of merch that we were selling was not a lot of merch and we understand that they have other stuff that they have to do. And so we sort of very amicably parted ways. Parted ways. And so we wanted to thank them, of course, for all their hard work. They, they really did a they, great they, job. They put out great for years. merch for years. So we are in the process of working on getting our stuff out there. Uh, so there may be some transitions in merch for a little while, uh, but hopefully soon we will have a new merch store and, uh, and new ways for you to get merch and a different system for people to get stuff and maybe a different system to even submit stuff and create stuff. So yep. we don't know, um, but we'll, we'll keep you informed as that solidifies. But we just want to let people know that uh, if you were looking for a shirt or looking for a mug or something, we just, we might not have anything available for a couple weeks, uh, maybe even as long as a couple months. However, the book, uh, and the audiobook are still available via the website. So you can still get those things on our website. Uh, we want to say Happy New Year to everybody. Yeah, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, you know, hopefully <clears throat> this year. This hey, what year. could go wrong? This is our year, Tom. <laughs> uh, I hope, hopefully it is. Uh, and we want to thank everybody for listening for so long. And, uh, and we hope you had a wonderful year. And we hope you are looking forward to a wonderful year. And we want to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, Cancer Cures, Detox, Reflex, Foot Massage, Death and Towers, Tarot Cars, Psychic Healing, Crystal Balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, Aliens, Churches, Mosques and Synagogues, Temples, Dragons, Giant Worms, Atlantis, Dolphins, Truthers, Birthers, Witches, Wizards, Vaccine Nuts, Shaman Healers, Evangelists, Conspiracy, Doublespeak, Stigmata, Nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, 
conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.